0: Hey North Point, Uh, we are so glad that you're here that we can celebrate Christmas together. Enjoy the videos from our staff and partners and their families.
1: Have a Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, North Point. We are Wallace and Mary Kamau, founders and directors of Missions of Hope International, or Mohi for short, in Nairobi, Kenya. We are so excited about developing a partnership with North Point as we serve children. As we start churches in Kenya, currently we are in 32 communities and with 25,000 children. And it is exciting to have a partnership with you in the future. Merry Christmas. Merry yeah, Christmas North Point family from Doug and Don Rutledge and
0: Crossroads Farm. Yeah, we are so glad that you've been able to share in this ministry and share with us. Thank you for your love and your support, the way we can love rural kids well because of you. Thank you. God bless you. Have a great Christmas. Happy New Year. We'll see you soon.
1: Estoy uh, intentando aprender español uh, el nuevo.
2: So, Chris is trying to relearn Spanish.
1: Y así hablaré en español y Emily traducirá en inglés.
2: So, Chris is going to speak Spanish and I'm going to do my best to translate it.
1: Feliz Navidad de Chris and Emily Carter. Merry Christmas from the Carters.
2: Anything else you want to say? Uh,
1: no, está todo los palabras yo conozco en español ahora.
2: Merry Christmas. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. Witajemo z nomorazdjenje Isusa i z novim rokom.
1: Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year's from Lviv, Ukraine. Thank you for praying for us as we are in this war situation. And as currently, right now, we're under a warning. And you we just continue to pray for Ukraine and that God will have his um, will be done for.
2: We love and appreciate each one of you.
0: Thanks for standing with us. See you
2: soon. From Ukrainian Bible Church, Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas from our family to yours. Hey, North Point, we want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. To Bear from Sri Lanka, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas! Hey, hey happy, happy Christmas to Sri you Lank. all!
1: Okay, this will just have to work. Merry Christmas from the Jarvis
2: household. All right, family pictures, come on. Ah. Family pictures, let's go, thank you. This way, family pictures.
1: If you sit still for the pictures, you get a piece of candy. No, 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 no. Come here, oh, here we go. Yep, see, watch your brother. You wear the pen feet, okay you want the candy? Here, oh, you just want... The- okay, yep, you get food after, okay? Yeah, no, 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 no! Here, no, smile for the camera,
2: and then you can try to smile for the camera <laughs> off the
1: Merry Christmas! Indoor animals for the redemption. Just kidding.
0: Okay! Hi, Hi North boy. boy! Guys, thank you so much for your love and support all these years as we work with the MBME people. We pray that your family will be filled with love, joy, and peace during this Christmas time.
1: Merry, Merry Christmas! Christmas. Wishing you a Merry Christmas from our family to yours. Merry
2: Christmas. Merry Christmas, North Point. This is Jake and Michaela Chandler here from Kalamazoo, Michigan.
1: Thank you all so much for partnering with us as we minister to college students over here at Western Michigan. Wishing you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year's. Merry Christmas. you all the the love and care for you and your family as we get to celebrate together today and feel free to bring your jambas as we celebrate on Christmas Day as well. We did that last service, too, clapping after. That's so kind of you guys. There you go. Hey, Merry Christmas. We're so glad you guys are here celebrating with us uh, today. I want to say anybody here who was dreaming or praying about a white Christmas... You can stop that now. We are good. Okay, so no more, please. Thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, we got a lot planned today, lots of worship, some encouragement, speed painting coming our way, candlelight. It's going to be fantastic. So if you have not grabbed your candle, feel free to sneak out here soon and grab one out of the back as we get ready to worship. But uh, we would also encourage you guys, today is our uh, one of our last opportunities to continue to contribute for our Christmas offering. We do a special Christmas offering every year, and this year we are sponsoring Missions of Hope International. If you saw the beginning of the video there, uh, the CEO and founder of Missions of Hope were on there wishing us a Merry Christmas. Uh, It's an organization down in Kenya that specializes in in building schools and churches, and they reach tens of thousands of kids every single year, not only to provide for medical needs and schooling needs, but also spiritual needs with churches. And so if you want to be a part of that, uh, we'd encourage you can give uh, on the North Point app. There's boxes in the back for cash or check or you can simply text the word give to 833 chat ncc and everything that we collect is going towards the building project in a rural community of kenya to build a school and a church so feel free to jump in on that as well and as you're working to do that we'd encourage you to go ahead and stand up as we get to ready to worship together
2: the great
0: Christmas. How's everybody doing? Man, to drive in the snow, you guys win the prize. That's uh, just such a great thing. Sometimes, Sometimes at Christmas, we just need to stop and remember, don't we? At Christmas time, there's so much going on. There's so much activity, so many things that we have to do. Sometimes we just need to stop And remember, and that's why we're here this afternoon, to remember that perfect baby that was born on Christmas Day. Uh, We come today to celebrate the greatest story ever told, that moment in time when God left heaven and came to earth to be and to live among us. You know, he didn't come to a wealthy family. He didn't come with lots of fanfare. His birth wasn't announced on the 11 o'clock news or on Snapchat or Twitter or even TikTok. There was no TikTok in Bethlehem on that day. He came to a small village, a place that was really in relative obscurity, the, uh, a little town that was only known because a king a thousand years earlier had been born there, King David. King David was probably the the. the the favorite king of all of the nation of Israel, because when he had been king, everyone had looked to Israel uh, as a source of power, as a source, as a world power. And so as Mary and Joseph um, traveled into Bethlehem that day, I think there was probably a sign outside, outside town that said Bethlehem childhood home of King David. But it was probably worn out and faded away because after a thousand years, who really remembers, right? Um, Luke the historian records the birth of Jesus this way. In those days, Caesar Augustus, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to his own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, And yet here we are uh, in in the middle of a frigid snowstorm to celebrate because that perfect baby came into our world. Babies never come at the right time, do they? They're always either too early or too late. It's like never the right time, middle of the night. Uh, You you never know when it's gonna happen. Um, And yet this baby... This perfect baby did come at just the right time. That's what we've talked about for the last several weeks. That the, the baby wasn't perfect because of the setting. You know, he was born in a shed where the animals slept, where the animals ate. He was placed, after he'd been born, he was placed in a feeding trough. That's hardly the setting for a perfect baby that would change the world, whose life would change the world. The baby Jesus wasn't perfect because of his physical appearance either. Though Mary and Joseph must have thought he is the most beautiful baby in the world because every parent thinks my baby's the most beautiful baby in the world, right? Parents, nod your heads. Yes, we remember. In 2013, a woman named Rebecca Doob gave birth to her firstborn. She was like most parents, um, just surrounded in wonder at the birth and the incredible beauty of her son. When she later wrote about that birth experience, she said that she remembers feeling sorry for all the other mothers in the maternity ward of the hospital because their babies were so ugly compared to hers. Every parent thinks their child is perfect. The baby Jesus wasn't perfect because of his earthly parents either, though they must have been amazing people to be chosen by God to raise the Son of God here on earth. His his conception is hard to believe if you don't think that God can work supernaturally. The thought that God would supernaturally bring a baby into Mary's womb without, without any man is just amazing. And yet, 800 years before Jesus was born, God had said through the prophet Isaiah, therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign about the Messiah. The virgin will conceive will give birth to a son, and he will call his name Emmanuel, which means God, with us. Luke describes what had to be a crazy situation for Mary and Joseph. An angel comes to Mary and tells her, Mary's probably a young girl of of 15 or 16 years old, that because of her character, God has chosen her to raise his son here on earth. Mary's going to have a baby, and that baby is going to change the world. He's going to be the son of God. He's going to be a king whose reign will last forever. Mary has a hard time believing it. Can you imagine what that encounter was like? It hardly seems perfect to her. And so she asks the angel, how will this be since I'm a virgin? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit is going to come on you. The power of the most high will overshadow you. So the holy one to be born will be called the son of God. I'm the Lord's servant, Mary said. May your word to me be fulfilled. And the angel left her. The baby Jesus wasn't perfect because of Mary or Joseph or because uh, he was born at just the right time and was gonna shatter the power of sin, the power of darkness here on earth. Um, Jesus was was the perfect baby because he was going to do that, because God on earth would do that through him. The best, the, the best Christmas pageant ever is a short story that I read to our children as they were growing up. And it's now a, a story that I read to our grandchildren every Christmas. It tells the story of a small church whose history and tradition is that every year at Christmas, they would present a pageant with all the children from the church. They would get together late in November and choose who would be Mary, who would be Joseph, who would be the wise men, who would be King Herod, and they all get together and and, um, late in December, they would present the pageant um, with all the kids in their costumes to the rest of the church. The best Christmas pageant ever tells the story of this family named Herdman that are the poorest kids in town and the worst behaved kids in town. They're, they're a nightmare to be around, but they hear that the church gives donuts, free donuts to kids. So they come to be a part of the church and see, what's, what's, um, see whether they can be a part of the pageant. They're the roughest kids, the meanest kids. And so when they come, they're enthralled with this idea that they can become actors, and so they punch and pinch and bite and um, step on toes so that when it comes time for the, for the lady who's running the pageant to ask, who will be Mary, only Imogene Herdman raises her hand. And she says, okay, um, who will be Joseph? Only Leroy. I actually, actually I think Leroy is one of the kings. But the Herdmans take on all the main parts in the pageant. They've never heard the Christmas story before. So as they practice and they read through the Christmas story, um, when, the, when the herdmans hear about the birth of Jesus and the proclamation to the shepherds um, on the hillside outside uh, Judea, they say that they think it sounds like something out of amazing comics i Jean says she shouts in the middle of the reading Shazam. And then she begins to quote out of the black night with horrible vengeance, the mighty Marvo, because she says, if God is going to come to earth, there is going to be this spectacular sense of the amazing that happens. It was pretty amazing. The birth of Jesus at just the right time, a baby enters the world and that baby is both God and man. It's God's perfect plan, God's perfect timing, God's perfect solution for a dark and sad and depressed world. The perfect baby would become the hope of the world, the light of the world, and the prince of peace. He would be perfect because of the selflessness of his parents. Mary would say, God, whatever you want. Let it be done to me just as you've said. Joseph was selfless as well. He was willing to give up his job, his, the place of his employment as they traveled. He was willing to give up his reputation as he married Mary as well. Jesus was the perfect baby and his birth propelled the plan that God had set in motion to save the world. As he grew, as Jesus grew, he lived and experienced things just like you and me. Scraped knees, laughing with his friends, playing with the animals, asking questions of his mom and dad, dealing with irritating younger siblings. He learned how to read and write. He learned how to swing a hammer. He learned learned how to swim. Finally, after three years of teaching and healing and demonstrating the supernatural power of God, the perfect baby became the perfect sacrifice. His goodness threatened the power and the comfort of those who were not so good. Though he never sinned, he willingly took the punishment of our sin on himself. Even though he was God in the flesh, he wasn't like the Greek or Roman gods that were the ideal of strength and beauty. As a man, his physical appearance, even as a child, was really unremarkable. The prophet Isaiah said this, he grew up before him like a tender shoot, like a root out of dry ground. He had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him, nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by mankind, a man of suffering, familiar with pain, like one whom people hide their faces Each has turned to his own way. The Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. That perfect baby born and placed in the manger in Bethlehem became the perfect sacrifice for each of us. What What do you do with that baby whose birth we celebrate today, knowing that his life would be brutally taken from him so that we could experience peace and goodwill here on earth to all men? Will you see the manger, consider the Christ child and think, that's a nice story. That's a nice part of our Christmas traditions. Or will you look with wonder at the Christ child? God, come to earth and recognize how deeply he loves you. Will you give him your life, your all, Will you give that to him knowing that he desires to have that relationship with you, that his desire for you, for your life, is even better than your desire for yourself? On December twenty third, 1969, words written by James Allen Francis were read into the congressional record, the official historical document of the United States Congress. This is what Francis wrote. Speaking of Jesus, here's a man who was born in an obscure village, the child of a peasant woman. He grew up in another obscure village where he worked in a carpenter shop until he was 30. And then for three years he was an itinerant preacher. He never wrote a book. He never held an office. He never owned a home. He never had a family. He never went to college. He never put his foot inside a big city. He never traveled 200 miles from the place where he was born. He never did one of the things that usually accompany greatness. He had no credentials but himself. He had nothing to do with this world except the naked power of his divine manhood. While he was still a young man, the tide of public opinion turned against him. His friends ran away. One of them denied him. He, he, was, nailed, uh, he was turned over to his enemies. He went through the mockery of a trial. He was nailed to a cross between two thieves. His executioners gambled for the only piece of property he had on earth while he was dying, and that was his coat. When he was dead, he was taken down and laid in a borrowed grave through the pity of a friend. Nineteen centuries have come and gone, and today he is the centerpiece of the human race and the leader of the column of progress. I am far within the mark when I say that all of the armies that have ever marched all of the navies that have ever set sail, all the rulers that have ever ruled on this earth and all the kings that have ever reigned, all put together have not affected the life of man on earth as this one solitary life. What's the name of this one solitary life? That perfect baby who became the perfect sacrifice? It's Jesus. When an angel came and appeared to Joseph, Um, and Joseph was concerned about marrying Mary because she was pregnant and they weren't married. The angel said, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what's conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She'll give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from his sins. Jesus means Savior. I want to close with the announcement of Jesus' birth to the shepherds. That moment in time where where Gladys said, Shazam, God has come to earth. There were shepherds living out on the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, don't be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause a great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David a savior has been born to you he is messiah the lord this will be assigned to you you will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel praising god and saying glory to god in the highest and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests
2: All right.
1: shake your hand but uh yeah hey we got a couple more songs and we're gonna keep on uh worshiping together here tonight and what we're gonna do here next is uh actually our candle lighting portion of it so make sure you got that candle here ready and it's gonna go simply this way Uh, at some point in time in the next song we're gonna light it from this side and just let it slowly cascade across the room Uh, So we'd encourage you guys, take your unlit candle and take it towards the flame so you don't get burned. Uh, But as the candles are coming through and as we're worshiping uh, with these last couple songs, we would truly just encourage you guys to, to breathe it in a little bit longer. Take a little bit more time to just remember the reason that we're celebrating tonight, that it's the light of the world come down to be with us.
0: a second just look around jesus is the light of the world he came to dispel darkness to break the power of sin to break the pain to give hope and light and joy it's because of him that we can truly say merry christmas take a second just blow out your candle. Feel free, if you'd like to take the candle home, just as a reminder of Jesus being the light of the world, feel free to do that. If not, you can lay them on the tables in the back as you leave in the baskets that are there. Um, if you, don't forget, if you'd like to give towards Albinus Plant the Church and the school in Kenya, there are containers in the back. If you'd like to do that electronically, you can do that. I also wanted to let you know that, that the painting that Evan has done Um, We're going to have available for anybody who would like to buy it. We're going to do kind of a silent auction kind of thing over the next couple of weeks. And all of the money that's given for that, the winning bid, is going to go towards help planting that church in Kenya as well. So have a great Christmas. And would you express your appreciation to Evan one more time for his work? (laughs) Merry Christmas.